Now, big news uh, uh, was a more hawkish Fed last night, and let's go through those details. Explain to us what's going on there. Yeah, sure. I think I think that was certainly the, the main kind of event for this week, and I think m- mostly the markets were were expecting the end of their asset purchase program. I mean, that's something that they've signaled uh, from earlier this year. If you cast your mind back to around, it was in fact it was the second, uh, just after the first quarter of this year, it was in the second quarter of this year, they announced that they would be tapering the asset purchase program down from 85 billion. Uh, and effectively, this was the month when that 85 became zero. So they're now effectively not adding any additional stimulus into the system. Um, and, 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 you know, that initially, when they announced that, caused what they call the taper tantrum. So effectively, you know, then the markets adjusted to that. They were quite happy with that. And I must say, it's, it's come after they've added in, in this round of QE3 or quantitative easing 3. They've added an excess of $1.5 trillion dollars. Uh, and if we look at it from the start, so just after the financial crisis to where we are now, in the number is roughly around $3.5 trillion. So we've had a substantial amount of stimulus being put into the system. And yes, we are starting to see some signs of life come through in terms of that U.S. economic growth. But what surprised markets last night was if we looked at the last two, call it three, maybe Fed meetings that they've, they've actually been speaking at, uh, they, they weren't as hawkish as they were yesterday. So yesterday the language or the tonality of that language which changed around quite a bit. And now they're talking around, you know, these fairly robust gains in terms of their labor market. Uh, and, and why this is concerning the market is the market's expectations around rate hikes in the United States effectively impact their expectations around the dollar and then obviously capital flows around the world. And that's been bouncing around. Uh, consensus still remaining for a hike only in, in the middle of, of, of next year, but that's likely now to be brought forward with the type of, of language that we saw yesterday. My personal view... I don't think that the Federal Reserve is going to be in, in much of a rush to actually hike too aggressively. Yes, yesterday's language concerned me as well. It's why we saw that dollar strengthen even further. We saw a little bit of rand weakness and some other commodity weakness creep through. Uh, but I'm still concerned that we're not seeing a sustained enough uptick in terms of wage growth in the United States. I think the Fed's going to wait to see that before they hike. And I think when they do hike, it's not going to be as aggressive as much of the market's actually pricing in. So for now, yes, it is called causing a bit of a stir. Uh, I'm actually surprised that we're not seeing Asian markets a little more negative. Uh, but let's see how this plays out over the course of the next couple of days. Certainly as an emerging market, uh, we are quite vulnerable should those uh, capital flows reverse out of emerging markets. So uh, that is one of the key risks that I'm keeping on my agenda right now. Okay. And, um, of course, uh, Statistics South Africa will be keeping an eye on that today. Expectations for PPI, unemployment, SA budget data, all of that coming our way? Yeah, so I mean, it's quite a busy day from a local data perspective. I mean, yesterday, like I said, the Fed was the main driving factor, and I think that's still going to be the driving factor from a, a liquidity and a flow perspective. But uh, in terms of the domestic data, that gives us a nice kind of insight in terms of how the domestic economy is doing. Uh, you will recall the unemployment number was shifted out. It was due out on Tuesday. It was shifted out, and it's now expected today. Uh, so firstly, on unemployment, the consensus still expecting that to, to actually worsen a little bit given the kind of industrial action we've seen. Um, uh, Then we've got PPI, and and, and we have seen some disinflationary trends come through on the very recent inflation print. So I'm still quite hopeful that that PPI number could could come down. Uh, But effectively, the domestic outlook does look a lot more constrained than some of the global outlook there. So I think 
you know, the, the general trend remains negative and the market's likely going to be pricing that in. So I don't expect it to be market moving, uh, but we'll take any, any good news if any of that does materialize in the local data print space.